Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Irritable? Your sleep schedule's changed? You don't feel like taking a shower? You're empty? Hopeless? Your dog ran away? Your mom sucks? Your granddad flipped you off? You shit your pants on the subway and everybody pointed and laughed and they called you the little poo-poo boy? The little poo-poo boy? And they say, oh, you little gimpy poo-poo boy? And then they laugh and they laugh and then your boss says he fucked your wife and there's nothing you can do about it? And then he laughs, he calls you a little cucky poo-poo boy? And then the whole office, they all stand up and they say, we hate you! We hate you, boo. Well, then you might be depressed. (laughs) (laughs) So why don't you curl up under the covers, get a cup of tea, and hear us talk about the signs you might be depressed on this week's episode of The Brighter Side. (laughs) Thanks. It's a little insensitive, so I was like, is Ed going to be like Amber? No, no. Are you kidding me? It's just like, those aren't necessarily signs you're depressed. Those are reasons. (laughs) Those are reasons. (laughs) I would be depressed if I shit myself on the train. I almost have. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I've definitely, like, peed on this train while it was moving before. Yeah. Like, in between cars. Oh, the little little, little fun little suction area. Where yeah, you only stand. once or twice, but it had to, it had to happen. Because if you fall, you're going to die. Oh, my God. There was that guy who uh, died pooping on the subway. What? Yeah, the subway shitter. He was shitting in between the tracks, and I guess he lost his grip and he fell over. Oh, my God. Can you imagine your last words? Like, I got to take a dump. Oh, oh, I'm no. coming. Oh, no. <laughs> that sucks. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the, uh, yeah, that happens. You that know? happens. That's you New know, York. I feel like, because a lot of people, they approach depression, and I want to start off by saying, Ed and I, are not doctors. Oh, God, We're comedians, okay? You know, we're comedians who have a a decent disposition. That's correct, and we've both been depressed. We'll talk about it. But a lot of people, when they talk about depression, it's this somber, oh, no, well, you're depressed. I like to make jokes. I no. have to, that's how I get myself out of it. Oh, it, 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 it's also I find I'm the funniest <laughs> yeah. when I'm depressed. Like all yeah. my best shit comes when I'm depressed. Absolutely. You try to be comfortable. Try to write jokes when you're comfortable. Oh. Oh, <laughs> it sucks when the margaritas don't come out on time. Oh, man. <laughs> but sometimes, oh, 
sometimes when your job's to to write jokes and you are like depressed, depressed, and you got to go to work and try and be funny. Yeah, that shit's fucked up. Yeah, it's hard. That's hard. That's hard. But um, before we get started here, I want to talk to you guys. Amber and I got a live show coming up out in LA, um, Brighter Side Live. It's going to be Friday, December sixteenth, nine p.m. Five dollars at the uh, five dollars in advance, seven dollars at the door. You can get your tickets at packtheater.com slash calendar slash. All right, that's packtheater.com slash calendar slash. Oh, I love it. You're reading out the website. I'm reading out the website so that people can go buy their tickets. It's going to be our Christmas show. I love it. We might sing some jingle bells. Oh, we're definitely, Amber and I are definitely singing something. Yeah, no depression there. Oh, no. Actually, this is actually a great cure for depression uh, if you are depressed during the holidays. Uh, Lord knows it comes through the holidays. Oh, my God. You know a reason why people get depressed and a lot of suicides happen around Christmas is because we're pictured this Norman Rockwell mommy and daddy carving the turkey and all the kids have behaved mm-hmm. in the snow and we're all inside and love each other when in reality uh people don't have money yeah some people don't even speak to their family fuck yeah <laughs> you know preach on baby we are tired and we're sad and we're burned out it's and hard like, and you gotta yeah. get gifts for everyone or they get mad at you i fucking hate that one gift one gift you get one gift although you one big gift for if you love people i also am the I love a bag of small gifts mm. as well. I think about you gave you did that for me one year. I did. Yeah, you gave me and Julie a bag of tiny gifts, and it was awesome. Oh, really? I was like yeah. hand lotion. Yeah, it was all like shit that. that we needed. You got the horn for Rambo that he still fucking chews on. Really? To this day, it's two, been years like two, years. two years later. Two years. Two years. He probably should get him a new one just so he doesn't get sick on I the love old. It. Ram horn. Speaking of gifts, I know we're going to do the gifts later. Should we do them now? Ah, we're talking about gifts. I'm sorry. I'm just like, so I was in Florida. Okay. And, you know, we were both in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And um, I got tickets to this because I was trying to sneak into this festival. And they're like, you got to get tickets. And what then, festival? No idea. It's like a food and drink thing. I have oh, no okay. fucking clue. And then I was walking. Some guy was like, he kind of asked, like, can I just get a ticket? And they're like, uh, yeah, dude, like some guy in a golf cart just gave us all tickets. That's it's kind of crazy. And I go in there. It's, I think, worth about $120 because okay. they give you this gift bag full oh, of wow. stuff. And I just ate and drank all day. But this was in the gift bag. I don't know what it is, but it's got the P on it for Publix. Oh, we got some Publix. And oh, you can it's... open it up. I don't know what you could put in it. Oh, yeah. It's like one of those balls that you put. Yeah. It's got a whole at the top so you can't put weed in it yeah no i love this there you go maybe a stress ball or something i love it and it's a Publix eight ball Uh, yeah it looks like a little grill okay you know what i'm saying like one of those charcoal grills it does i think that might be what they were going for interesting yeah i don't know what that is oh you know what i could get is i can get like a little fake like grill set up and put some fake cheeseburgers on it. And so Aww. it's always like I'm looking at cooking cheeseburgers. That's cute. And that would keep me happy. That would keep me from being depressed. Little knickknacks. Sometimes uh, a, a little rubber ducky goes a long way. Yes, it does. Especially <laughs> if it makes noise, that's fun. And so uh, I got you this. I got this because I just, this is our first episode back from the honeymoon. Oh, we got to talk about that. Yes. And, but I, I got you this while I was in New York City. Cancer. Oh, oh! It's not the condition. It's no, the sign. The sign. I love it. And it's, it's a, a soap. And it's a big fancy soap. Read, read what it says. Smells like buried emotions. <laughs> That's what I like to do. And I need soap. I've been using my shampoo. Yeah, and they had all the um, all the Sagittarius's and Libra really? soaps, and so this is what they think a Cancer soap is. Cancers are the most creative sign. Mm-hmm. Look at that. I lo- thank you, Eddie. I needed soap too. Yeah, and that's good soap. 
It's good salt. Yeah, so you'll smell good for like at least a month, probably. Yeah, this will last a month. <laughs> this will last a month. I'll put it right in my ass cracks. Also, if you're listening, you should wash your asshole. Oh my God, wash your asshole. I and how about some people this? don't. Also, like, I know, like, you, you're like, oh, but it's a bar of soap. We all share the soap. Lather it on your hands. Yeah. And then put your hands in your ass. Yeah. You know, it sounds like common sense, but I feel like people don't do it. Also, spread your cheeks and let the water run through. Oh Please. my God. Especially if it burns, then you know you really need it. You know, I, there was a like a urinologist or whatever on TikTok that mm-hmm. said like seven out of ten people would come in there and like it's you know they're getting their urinary checked, check, check, checked, mm-hmm. and they would sit down on the white paper and then stand back up and there'd be a shit stain on the paper. Whoa! Seven out of ten people. Seven out of ten. It's people. an epidemic. Wow! Is this poo poo on the butts? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think it's drinking too much. Probably. Yeah, it's probably from everyone's been drinking harder than ever. And you know, when you're drinking, that's when you get the the wood chipper poops. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I love it. I will say, if you're depressed, don't drink. And I know that's hard to say because, good lord, don't we <sighs> love? I don't want to hear about it ever. I know it makes you <laughs> feel better temporarily, but you you your endorphins are getting run out, and the yeah. next day you're gonna feel worse. What a butt chug. Butt chug, that's yeah, right. Yeah, if you're depressed, butt chug. It hits you faster, it hits you harder. And your, your asshole will be cleaned out. Yeah, yeah, get some alcohol in that asshole. Yeah. So uh, worst case scenario, you're at least doing that. That's right. Um, that Brightest Side Live, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, it, that's going to be on December 16th at 9 p.m. Uh, Friday at $5 in advance, $7 at the door. Um, we're going to have some special guests. We never had anything. Uh, oh. Julie Rosing is going to be there. I love it, your beautiful My wife. My beautiful wife. I think, I think the two of us will, will sing a tune. And maybe uh, talk about why we're not going home for Christmas this year. Yeah. Give, give a goddamn reason. I haven't been home for Christmas in 20 years. Yeah. And it's always like some Uber driver who's like, family's everything. Why not? I love my family. And mm. I, I'm just like, man, fuck off. Like, I don't want to talk about this right now. Yeah. No, I know you sure. love your family and that's great, but- I got other things in my life. Yeah, I got other things. I remember when I was bartending, this guy was like, family's everything. And he was a- mega conservative and yeah. I was just like well sometimes your family's abusive yeah, and you should get away from them and he was like but families every it was like a doll string that you keep pulling on <laughs> you just said the same fucking phrase over and over again dude yeah. anyways I I'm very lucky yeah I you know I'm a big fan I got a, I'm lucky I got a pretty cool family you have a great family and uh, and I, I, I what I will say is it's good for you to like spend time apart but it's also really good for you to uh, to really to, to help them and whatever they need. That's true. And my family's not abusive. We yeah. just, you know, there's a no, lot going on. But it's different. You would do anything they need though. Absolutely. Because they're family. And I come in, you know, I'll come visit them in like the first of the year. Yeah. After the, yeah. After Christmas trick, it's so expensive. Yeah, no, fuck all that We're shit. We're not doing that. If you're not traveling, good for you. I'm proud of you. Um, Holden's going to be on the show. Holden's going to come do the oh. show. Holden McNeely and uh, Cena Gazavi. Is gonna be showing up, so that's great. It's gonna be. Uh, we're gonna have a nice little show. Uh, there's no show after us, so we might be able to get, go a little long. Okay, we don't have to stress out about doing 50 minutes. We could do like 110 or whatever the fuck. Wow. We got to figure out what we're gonna sing together. And you should. I feel like you should do a solo song. As I well. should. Maybe we'll do Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. I do like the uh, Barbara Streisand version of Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, all the way. But yeah, that was. So come see that show. Packtheater.com slash calendar slash 
That's it. That's the whole thing. Um, we just did the LPN family Thanksgiving. Oh, that was so much fun. I cried tears of joy. It was we have such great friends. We're very lucky. Yeah. And yeah, no, it was it was wonderful. There were babies everywhere. There yeah, were I like dogs that. everywhere. Life. Yeah, life. Tootsie was partying. She was showing she had her yellow sweater on. These people having fun. Yeah. Growing up, because my family's Southern Baptist, like they don't drink. So mm. I never thought you drink on Thanksgiving. I was like, oh, that's the no one drinks that. Everyone drinks. And then I got older and I was like, oh no, that's their thing that they do. Yeah, no, no. Drinking's a big part of it. Yeah, we all go over to my aunt's house. Don't want to say her name, mm-hmm. but um, her big, she has all this- Gertrude. Like, Gertrude. <laughs> she has all this furniture in her house and it's like nice, you know, but a lot of it's from a will or something like she just took it and she what she wasn't gifted it from this other dead person and then there's always a fight about that dining room table that should have been mine and I'm like are we supposed to have a good time right now yeah 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 because they'll they'll see it they're like oh fuck I wanted that silverware yeah you know so it's yeah that's oh man I'm so lucky when I went and saved Tootsie in uh, February I uh, all my all my the rest of the stuff at my mom's house was there and I don't know what happened I came back with Tootsie and I just like. I was supposed to put it in the storage unit, and I completely forgot about it. I was had like wedding brain. Yeah. And then like last month, the dude who owns the house, he's like, "Hey, uh, you want to come get your stuff?" And I was like, "Oh my god, my stuff!" Like, <laughs> just been sitting in this house for eight months. This guy's so nice. He's, the, he's the kindest dude in the world. And so he, uh, I got my other cousin to come by and take some of it, and. The uh, and he found another bag, and so he's gonna come meet me in Jersey this weekend. That's nice. So, is it all like your playboys that are crunchy from teenage years? No, 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 those are all long gone. I've, I, the uh, it's all like family pictures and and like VHS. Are they crunchy? Yeah, 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 got me. (laughs) (laughs) But the LPN Thanksgiving, it was the it was amazing. There were so many babies, everyone chipped in and made some stuff, you know, and it was, uh, I did my mom stuffing and i made a turkey but jackie also made a turkey oh my god the food is incredible and we're blessed to have friends that know how to cook oh my god it's truly a gift yeah no it's just yeah it's really it's really nice i just brought booze because i was house sitting you can do that there's a lot and and you want a meat and cheese platter it was garbage it was garbage and i bought it it was gray yeah it wasn't very good looking yeah, but you know, it was just a quick fix. It was there. Yeah, it was. It existed. Some of it got eaten. All right. Yeah, uh, but uh, it was a blast, and uh, I, I can't. Uh, Friendsgiving is amazing. Thanksgiving with the family is fun, and you know, if you got a cool family, but nothing beats a good Friendsgiving. Yeah, and you can relax. I can't relax around my family. Like I yeah. gotta sit a certain way, and like I can't curse. Yeah, you don't have to hide when you Satan. smoke. You just like go in the back. Yeah, yeah. you know that that was nice. There was a, we had a bar set up and oh that's so good mm, yeah and we're we're drinking the leftovers now which is nice that's nice yeah and also another thing to be thankful for before we go into getting sad uh uh Marcus and Carolina are, are are here it was so nice to see them the other day yeah they moved to L A I think it's gonna be so LA. good for them with the oh, sun it's gonna be so good for us it's like I feel like a weight is lifted off of my chest. Yeah. Because they're because they're here now. You know, it's just like the circle's complete yeah. type of bullshit. And so I'm so happy. That's and, good. And also weather really does help your mood. I oh mean, my when God. it gets cold and gray and like not sun out, I become miserable. Winter's a motherfucker. I don't smile. How do people in like the Northwest do it? Like mm-hmm. Like uh, Washington State, it's just always like a little or Portland. Yeah, you know, it's never like. But it's sunny. still, but at least it's beautiful, like 
after that. Like at least it's like like nice, beautiful forests and stuff like beyond the city. Like I was in Portland when it rained for uh the whole time I was there recently, and you know it was still beautiful to me. Okay, I get it. But they're like those dreary ass like Chicago, you know, or like New York. Yeah, yeah. Where there's nothing. New York's cool, but like when it gets sad, it gets fucking sad. We get so depressed in New York City. There was one night I went out and I did these stand up shows. I had a heckler that screamed at me that said I was being like a cunt because you know New York City's it's intense. Yeah, and so I do like two or three shows that night. None of them go well. Um, and then I come home to my apartment with black mold in the walls. I have yeah. $5 in my bank account and I laid out like a little trap for a mouse because mm-hmm. I there's mice in the walls. And um, it was just, it had moved in the middle of the kitchen just screaming. Uh, and I was just like this fucking, when it rains it pours. How'd you kill it? I threw it out the window. Out the window? Yeah, you didn't even it. walk it down the stairs? No, I threw well, it out Well, I probably killed it the fall. They're probably, I mean, you know, I'll be honest, if like animal lovers are listening to this, they'll be like, fuck you, you should have killed to take it out of its misery. But when you live in New York and you got rats in the walls, like mm-hmm. you just got to get them out of there, man. Yeah, no, it's, you get, it's get plague started that way. Yeah. You got to kill the, you got to kill the rodents. Get the fuck out. Also just like, I, I'm a fan of like cleaning up a little bit and mm-hmm. I know it's so hard to do when you're depressed, but a big reason I was depressed in New York is I was living in such a like squalor town place. Yeah. You know, I remember I, I like. Um, I got some cauliflower and I was like, all right, I'm going to eat something healthy. And I turn on the stove and a roach just crawls up through the flames, waves hello, and then just chills. And I was like, what the fuck? I threw everything out, threw all my groceries out. And I was like, I can't get ahead. Yeah. I guess I'll go get some more pizza. My room's a mess. Everything's a mess. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, that's tough. That's some bullshit, you know. It's an it, it gets hard, yeah. especially when you're broke and you're living in these big cities, or you know, in the middle of nowhere and you're broke. You know, money's got a lot to do with it. I mean, you know, money doesn't buy happiness, but it, sure, it fucking does. It, but it can it can certainly take care of a couple problems. Yes, it can. Yeah, you know, it could get your plumbing fixed. That's for damn sure. We were just talking about that downstairs because I was like, oh, a way to not do depression is to listen to those gurus because they're always just like, it's all in your mind. Yeah. Just depression. Get over it. I'm like, no. Get a hundred dollar candle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, no, you were like, I don't have plumbing. What are you yeah, talking yeah, about? Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't have a job or I have seven jobs. It's one or the other. And you drink a lot. And I know you're like, Oh, you shouldn't be drinking, like save that money for therapy. But any sort of planning, action, making choices and decisions, those become impaired when you get depressed. Mm-hmm. I was looking up signs you might be depressed. Ooh. If you like can't make decisions, you can't think about the future. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. It, oh, it's the worst. When you when you're excited about nothing. Yeah. You know, and it's just like even though if you got stuff going on and you're still excited about nothing, it's yeah. like or like if someone, because you always got, everyone always has something going on. Even when you got nothing going on, you always got like something, you know, then even when people ask you, you know, like, what are you doing? You just can't even think of like all the shit that like, you're doing and it just doesn't even, you know, that's always the worst. It's just like, ah, I guess I'm doing that. I don't know. I don't know. Talk, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I look back on my time in New York and like all the money I spent drinking and I could have put that towards therapy, but when you're in that level of shit, you're not thinking about therapy. No, 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 for sure. And then you're out at the bars all night. Absolutely. You're already there. I'm getting paid and drink tickets. Yeah, no, for sure. I don't think, uh, I, you know, I, I, I wouldn't go back and change it. I loved going to therapy. Yeah. But I also love drinking. 
you know? So <laughs> I went to a therapist um, a couple times. One of them, he was like, oh, I have two guys coming in here because they're training. So it was like three dudes staring at me and I would say something and they would be like, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? <laughs> training? Yeah, they're like, they're training. Was it like government? It was, I was in college and I, it was like a free thing. Oh my God. That's insane. I was, yeah. I, I've had a, I always get the training session at the hospital. Like whenever I go to the emergency room, I always get like, oh, we're training this guy. Oh my God. Some guy with a scalpel and he's like, don't worry. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> I'd want a trainee try to find my hernia. That was a fun night. Fuck them. <laughs> no. Go find your ass out of this, this fucking room and give me the actual doctor. <laughs> well, the doctor's standing there. Okay. You know, it's not like some guy I'm like I'm just gonna start grabbing <laughs> is your asshole is that the hernia can I put my finger in it oh man oh, I gotta get that done Ugh. keep putting it off what are you doing a prostate, prostate check yeah I'm 41 I gotta get it done yeah yeah it's a lot of the fear of what it might be yeah just I mean it's just one of those things where you just go do it you, you take know. care of yourself I take, I, think, I take fine care I could take oh everyone can always take better care of them yeah I need to go to the dentist and I know it's gonna be like thousands of dollars of work it's a motherfucker so I just keep putting it off putting it off and just feel my teeth getting grosser by the day go get a free cleaning with your dental insurance that's what I need to do but and then like have them tell you what you gotta do let me tell you I'll what send I you to do. my person they're great they listen to the show okay and they're cheap so okay and they don't let me be in too much pain while I'm getting it done. That's great. That's another thing. Like you go to these doctors and sometimes, and like, you know, medicine, we all need it, but I don't want to be put on like drugs I might get addicted to. Yeah. No, Morphine. Sure. Morphine. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, you know, know, but you know, morphine and like, where are you going to find it? Let's be honest. I'm going to build like, a time machine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go, go to World War II. Yeah. I'm going to get some Surrettes. Right. <laughs> Dig myself right in those trenches. Hey boys. <laughs> Do you want to tell some jokes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Depression. I like the phrase battling depression, like I'm wielding an axe. The only thing I'm wielding is a bottle of gin. <laughs> oh, depressed. Oh. <laughs> All right. So I did um, I did an, an, a run here uh, in the style of uh, Jeff Foxworthy's You Might Be a Redneck. Okay. All right. So it's, this might get annoying, but I just, I just wrote a bunch That's of okay. them. That's okay. If the battle room is your new favorite room in the house you might be depressed <laughs> if you're not sure if the stain on your pants is chocolate or doo-doo you might be depressed <laughs> if you just watch six straight hours of ridiculousness you might be depressed Call right now <laughs> if it's 4 p.m and you still in bed looking at YouTube comments on your phone, you might be depressed. Oh, no. <laughs> if your dog doesn't give a shit when you cry anymore, you might be depressed. <laughs> if you set fire to your own Christmas tree on purpose, you might be depressed. Oh, no. <laughs> if your current weight is who gives a shit, you might be depressed. <laughs> if you stop tying your shoes and started tying a noose, you might be depressed. <laughs> All right. If your favorite ice cream flavor is kale, you might be depressed. <laughs> if you wake up in the morning and the sun looks curiously like the moon, 
you might be depressed. Ah! If your co-worker asks you a question and you respond by saying which day of the week it is, you might be depressed on a Monday. <laughs> uh, if it's more than half of your meals come out of a jar, you might be depressed. Yeah. That's my I love it. Great job. I love it. It's fun. Seasonal depression is regular depression with a little lemon pepper sprinkled in. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh I love it. I like There's a few things when I was looking at like what signs of depression are that rang a bell with me. And not necessarily with myself, but how I see others, especially online. Yeah. Irritability. So there's a lot of people that okay. just seem so irritated in like comments and things, and they're just like saying these egregious things, and I'm like, whoa, 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 what's going on? They're probably depressed. That makes so much sense. I never thought about it. Yeah, no, because like if I, when I'm not depressed, like I, anyone could say anything. I was like, eh, you know, eh, who cares? cares? Yeah, 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 who gives it? But if they, you know, something you get set off so fast, so fast over some dumb shit, and I think a lot of that is the internet, and I, th- you know, and you're in this dark room all day. Not standing up, staring at a screen, fucking hunched over, sipping on too much caffeine. Like, you're going to get depressed. Absolutely. And hygiene, your hygiene goes down. Oh, my God. Because you don't feel like taking a shower. What's the point? Oh, my. Yeah, no. You get, yeah, shower always knock you out of it. Yeah. Shower's good. Cold shower. Yeah, well, you do the cold. I do hot. You do I hot. do so hot, like it's like Hades water. You know, yeah. Women, I don't know what the deal is. With <laughs> we that. love that hot water. Women, just torture yourselves yeah. with the hot water. My Scalding. skin's like red when I come out. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Oh my, any shower I've ever taken with a woman is just like the hot, it's just me in the corner getting my ankle sprayed, just like waiting for it to be over. It's so- <laughs> Oh, that's a universal truth. Girls. Because we like our water temperature from where we came from. Yeah, the heat. The, the hell? <laughs> yeah. That's right. That is right. So what are some things that you like to do to get out of it? Definitely shower. You yeah, know? shower. Um, cook for myself. And not like a box of macaroni and cheese. You right. know, like... Like an actual meal, like chicken franchise, you know, with a mm-hmm. side of broccoli or some mm-hmm. shit. Like take your time, cook for like over, like really work on it. Like yeah. may take over an hour, maybe two. Yeah. You know, and just like get into it, put on some fucking jazz 
and just like get get into the food and like clear it's a for me i can really clear my mind yeah when i'm cooking and doing like a meal for julie and i and like i'm by myself i either got my headphones or the record player going right and i'm just like i get in the zone and i slowly make everything i'm not in a hurry you know i just like i just slowly cut and i tell julie i'm like it'll be ready in two hours and i'm there just gonna go. go do my thing i have a couple of a drink or two i'll do a smoke and I'll just get real into preparing the food and sauteing and like, you know. And then you have leftovers and your brain, I my brain especially acts differently when I know I have food in the fridge. Oh, When I don't course. have food, I, I get like scared. Mad, yeah, yeah, Mad. Yeah. And there's, when there's nothing to eat. Yeah. Especially when it's late at night and you got that late night hankering and then there's like literally nothing. You know what my least favorite thing is? This happened to me on Thanksgiving. This happens to me every Thanksgiving. Right. I'll go to the grocery store. I'll spend $300 Ugh. and I'll have nothing to fucking eat. <laughs> and it'll just like, it'll make me insane. Because you got like kale and potatoes. Things to prepare tomorrow. Yeah. You know, just like, it's like, I don't, I can't cook a turkey right now. You know, like. It's so, so cook a turkey real quick. Yeah. And so oh it's, my God. I, th- that always makes me fucking crazy. I, years ago, I was driving to the beach with my girlfriend at the time and she kept calling her mom a bitch. And I was like, all right, slow down. You know, your mom wasn't in the car. She was just like, she's a bitch. I hate her. And I was like, um, okay. I mean, she brought you into this world, I guess, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. chill out. And then, um, and I kept being like, I can't wait for a margarita. I want a margarita by the beach. We get to the beach. It's a dry town. Uh-huh. They're not going to the liquor store. And I go to her mom's place and her mom is one of those, they call them almond moms. Cause my mom is not like that. Like you hungry, you're hungry mm-hmm. in her house. She's going to feed you food. She'll oh, okay. throw you food, all home cooked, everything homemade, like delicious stuff. And then this woman, this mom, boiled a chicken breast for her daughter and said, you have this. There's no snacks in the house. And I was just like, I'm kind of hungry. Can we go get like pizza? And they're, they, the, when I said pizza, they looked at me like I was, like I had 10 heads. Yeah. And they, they were just like, no, there's no food. You don't eat. And I was like, I'm, I was like 23 or something. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm a, an adult. And I'm hungry. I got mad. And I was like, yeah, your mom's a fucking bitch. Like, <laughs> Well, I mean, when you get hungry, there is no stopping the anger. There's no stopping the anger. Especially I've got some mom being like somebody else, not even my own, being like, no, you can't go out for snacks. Fuck you. Yes, yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah, I'll go out for snacks. I think I went walking. Like the closest place was like a mile down. I just started walking. And yeah. I was just like, Fuck you. Mile's not far. That's not far at all. 20 minute walk. 20 minute walk. That's you can, it. You can make it happen. She got so mad. That yeah. I left to get food. I was like, what do you, you have girls coming over to your beach house and no snacks. Mm-hmm. It drove me, it, it, I don't know. I'm I'm so mad at this woman. Yeah. Well, no, you got to, you know, you got to eat. Yeah. Or, you, know, you know, if you don't have food, that's one thing. But like, you know, for you to tell me I can't go get food. Eating disorder to I the mean, max. That's crazy. You crazy fucking bitch. <laughs> and I'm always just, I'm pretty easygoing with people. But I was just like, I hate you. I didn't say yeah. that to her face. But I was just like, um, I'm going to go get some food and you can't tell me what to do. Yeah. Like, bye. I'm glad you You got stupid food. fucking cunt. Feed your daughter. <laughs> you're giving her an eating disorder and now you look at her and she's skinny skinny which is fine your body's your body but you can tell yeah. she has all these internal like food things yeah no you gotta eat you gotta eat you gotta eat I was heard stories about those moms going hungry though that shit makes you depressed yeah like whenever you're like starving and like there's nothing you could do about it 
Or like if you have to like sometimes if it's even like you know I'm gonna sound so fat right now, but like even if it's like waiting an extra two hours because that's when dinner is, you know, and you're just like you could I I could fall into a just ang quick little anger, yeah, you know, like it's just like it'll fuck you up. You lose all energy, absolutely. Yeah, you just get gloomy, start turning gray. You know, <sighs> <He's> so mad. <laughs> Look like a cigarette butt. <laughs> there was one time in New York where I had like. Got paid off my Metro card, all the bills, all my rent, everything. But I just had no money for food for like mm -hmm. three or four days. Oh, yeah. So I just didn't eat. Yeah, no, I used to live off of uh, what bread and butter and a banana. You know, and you're just like, all right, this is, is going to get me through. Or like I would always budget an extra six or seven dollars for yeah. a jar of peanut butter and a loaf of bread. There you go. Because that'll get you through the week if you really have to. We got so sick in New York. Oh my God. Well, the weird part is I barely got sick. Really? I didn't get sick often in New York. It was like occasionally, whenever I got sick, I got taken down, you know, but like I got like food poisoning mm -hmm. and stuff a couple of times. But for years, I didn't get a cold. I didn't get Whoa. the flu. I was just living coughs, hard. Really? I had a cough so bad that had like grumbles in it. And my coworker was like, You have to go to the hospital for pneumonia. And I was like, I don't have health. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Sounded like the penguin and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm a problem, Ed. I don't like when people tell me what to do. <laughs> well, you know, you have a problem with authority. There's right. no question about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I do too. There's nothing to do about it. I was it. thinking about the military and I was like, it'd be cool to like get the military body, but I don't want a man screaming at me, yeah, calling well, me a maggot to well, drop. Well, I don't think they'd let you in. No offense. No. Yeah, you're not military material anymore. No. I'd pull a gun out on that guy. Yeah, I really wish I... Uh, I not wish, but I, I almost joined the military, and I, I'm curious what it would have been like. But at the same time, so happy I didn't do it. Yeah, selfishly, I know. Like, you know, thank everyone who does it for. Oh, fuck's absolutely. Sake. You know, like, thank God that you exist. But uh, yeah, I ain't doing it. Yeah, I have a problem, especially male authority. I don't know authority, mm -hmm. but yeah, if the people that are in it, thank you for your service. You're doing great. But just authority in general, like bosses, like no, if you're not nice. If they're nice, I'll respect you. I'll salute you. Absolutely. And if you make rules that are like understandable, we yeah. should follow these and for the good. if you're fair and you take care of your employees, yeah. I got your fucking back. I'll, you know, I'll go to bat for you all day yeah. long. But if you treat people like shit, nah. And you're making rules just for like your authority sake? For no reason? Fuck you. I hate that shit. Arbitrary yeah. bullshit? Yeah. Oh my God. That drives me crazy. Or like, a, you know, like a, a bank manager. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Fuck those guys. I mean, you know, they they need to exist, and I'm sure there's a couple nice ones out there. And But, you know, just pull their pants down and slap them in the dicky, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, you know, what are you going to do? Um, things I do to get out of depression. Uh, if I, you know, sometimes I'll know I'm going to depress be depressed like it was my mom's birthday last saturday i'm and sorry so, like, i should have oh. called you i mean no it's fine you know it doesn't matter you know but like it's it, not fine it, well you know put it in your calendar and get it next year okay, okay uh but it doesn't matter you know so it's just like but you know i i know i'm gonna be sad that day yeah and so what i'll do is i'll like fight that shit from the moment i get up you know like as soon as i wake up if i wake up early i won't let myself go back to sleep I'll get up like no matter how early it is and mm -hmm. I'll just start cooking or I'll start, I'll make some coffee. Aww. I'll I'll take Rambo for a walk or some shit or, you know, or whatever. Just to like, you know, cause if you can get ahead of the day when on a day, you know, you're going to be sad, like yeah. you're already winning, 
You that's know? great. And so stuff like I think that's a really a good thing to do. You know, sleep. I ain't against sleeping in, but do it on a day when you're emotionally stable. You know, that you know, use it as a reward rather than uh, to heal you. Yeah. You know, unless you're, you know, just like you're sleeping off them, drinking or something, you know, or eating too much. I get that, you know, but like if, you know, like a day, like I knew I was going to be sad that day. Yeah. So like I I got up early, I fed the dogs, I, you know, I, I made a pot of coffee, I put on some good music and I just started like, you know, being a, feeling better, you know, so it was, it, good. It, was it was good. And, uh, you know, it's just, you got to like acknowledge what's going to fuck you up. And then you can get ahead of it and, you know, legitimately be good to yourself. That's good. Yeah. And also, like, if it gets really bad, you know, it's okay to see a doctor. I know a lot of people, um, they kind of poo-poo on medicine and healthcare professionals, but really just go talk to somebody. They might prescribe you with something. And if you are on medicine, because I've seen this happen a couple times, they're like, oh, I'm on my depression medicine, but I feel better. I guess I'll get off of it. And then, like, they turn up in Florida, you know what I mean? Like they just go like, it's working. <laughs> it's working. Don't take it. Don't stop this. Yeah. 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 No, I mean that. Yeah. I've seen, we've seen that too. We've seen, we unfortunately lost a, lost a friend of suicide because uh, he was off his meds and you know, who's that Brody. Oh yeah. fuck. I forgot about that. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, but like, yeah, no, it's, he was off his meds and yeah, you know, thought it was fine. And like, and you know, and just, it take, just takes, yeah, you're fine, but it's because the meds are working. Yeah. You know, so it's, uh, stay on them. Just stay on them and, and just recognize that it's, uh, it's, you know, Marcus, I think I mentioned it, said it on the show a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't remember or not, but, uh, he, the Marcus, uh, always had this saying that he said a round table that, uh, stuck with me and I think will always stick with me. It was that, uh, your mental health is not your fault, but it is your responsibility. And I think that's a really cool thing. And I, yeah. and I, I, I kind of try to live my life by that. Granted, I don't like, I'm not fucking, you know, I don't, I don't have uh, that many problems and I'm very lucky, but I, I know, like I was saying earlier, I know like when to spot them before they're going to happen, you that's know, kind of just set myself up for success rather than just, you know, but then the other side of it is, you know, I like, you know, sometimes I like going with it. Oh, just roll with it. Be moody. Yeah, yeah I yeah. put on moody music. I know they yeah. say like if you're depressed, you should listen to happy music. I get really irritable. I want to listen to like the nastiest grunge. Yeah, yeah. You know, go with it, man. Go with it. Depressed mode, Depeche mode. But I like yeah. call it depressed mode. You know, Nebraska by Springsteen. There's yeah. a riot going on by Sly. Some Third Eye Blind, Fake Plastic Trees, man. Just I love it. Ride it. Ride that snake. Ride through it. Maybe draw a little bit, but that's also doing something. So I can understand when you're really depressed, you don't want to do shit. Yeah. You don't want to get up. There was one time I forced myself to get out of bed because I was so lonely. And I was like, Amber, we're going to go downtown. We're going to go watch a movie and we're going to go hang out. And then like at a bar, maybe have a conversation. Nobody spoke to me the whole night. And I went home and I just cried because I was like, I was so lonely. And I went out and I spent this money to just talk to somebody. And like nobody spoke a word to me. Well, I, you know, personally, I like going to the bar and not talking to anybody at all. That's always a, a fun thing for me. That can be fun. Yeah. That's, it's not, you know, it's interesting how it's the opposite for us. Cause like, I'll, if I'm out of town, like, I'll talk to someone if they talk to me. Yeah. But I ain't starting any conversation. You just stare at the TV or something? Stare at the TV, you know, maybe look at my phone, read the news on my phone, you know, yeah. or just like 
stare at the goddamn wall and listen to the music that's on. <laughs> you know, like it's, I'll play darts by myself, which is, you know, you know, fine. You know, it's a pointless, like solid there. But, you know, stuff like that, it's it's good for you. You know, and if someone wants to talk, sure, I'm here. I presented myself into a social place. I will oblige your conversation. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and shit, we might even have a good time. But a lot of times I'm just there to, like, zone out and uh, not talk to anybody. Right, and I guess you're in the vicinity of people, so you still get to drink the water of communication. Yeah, exactly. But drinking in a hotel room by yourself is way more depressing. Oh my god, that's very yeah. That I've definitely like screamed at the TV alone a few times in the hotel, drunk. Yeah. Um, definitely, there was like a televangelist on. It was just like, so this woman, she had some health problems, and then she gave it up to God, and she gave us all her money. And, you know, it, they solved themselves a week later. And I was like, fuck you, no, they didn't go to the doctor. <laughs> fuck you. I hate televangelists. Oh, yeah. You could kill them all, mm -hmm. and I wouldn't bat an eye. No, no one would. Like how a lot of I mean, well, a lot of people probably would. Well, a lot of people would. A lot of people, like, how they feel about Hollywood, California, like how they want it to burn down is yeah. how I feel about televangelists. Well, I mean, first off, like, their churches are gross. Yeah. They're fucking, there's nothing holy about them. There's no. nothing, it's just like a bunch of neon lighting in, in a warehouse. It's weird, perverted, weird, sexual demon men. Lots of velvet. Telling like, me to shut up and be quiet yeah, and honor my husband. Why is there light all over your crucifix? Yeah. Like it's not, it doesn't make, why is it, yeah, why is it made out of neon lights Why are you shit? asking for more money? Yeah, no, this isn't, yeah, what are you doing? Why are your shoes a thousand dollars? Yeah, and you're stealing from everybody. Oh my God. They're the worst people on earth. They are the worst people on earth. Yeah, nothing's, a, a fake preacher, I mean, is all, if you really believe and you care about your community, I fucking love you. That's great, yeah. Yeah, like, thank God you exist. I'm so happy you're there. You know, you great job, Rabbi. Yeah. You know, but like if you're there, if you don't really believe, if you're a fucking false prophet, yeah. To me, there's like nothing more evil than a false prophet. Or they might really believe it. They might really believe, like, I'm closer to God, you know, like they're like they speak to God mm -hmm. and they really like in their brain, they really believe that they're better than all of you. As long, yeah. See, that's not the same as taking care of your community. Yeah. That's like pretending you're a fucking king. And then you can go screw for that shit too. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. you are, you are our servant, you know, like it's, you know, in a way you serve everybody. That's what you should be doing. You should, you're everyone, you're keeping your mental health for the entire community. That's what people, you should be doing. Because church is important. People need a congregation. They need to get yeah. together at least once a week and like talk and like have a potluck after. And the community is so important, especially during these trying times. See, I got the farmer's market. Yeah. <laughs> right. But in a lot of these towns, they don't really have that third place you can go to. That's yeah. not work or home. It's church. Yeah. No, it's true. That's it. And unfortunately, you have a lot of these people taking advantage of that. Amen. Yeah. No, it's, it's fucked up. Well, fuck those people. Another one we were talking about mm -hmm. screaming in your hotel room. Mm -hmm. uh, I was going to say, there is, you could put on, you go the other way with music. And you put on that loud ass screaming music, and you just fucking get work out the demons, you I know, like it. some stooges, and just like pump your legs, put your put those knees to your tits, and fucking just start screaming, you know. Yeah. That shit really helps. Some pixies or pavement, and just like take your favorite song and crank it, and just scream the lyrics, whether it's the Almond Brothers mm -hmm. or Michael Jackson, you know, it feels yeah. good. 
Like it really does. It does. And you just really get that energy out and you're like, and it's just like you, sometimes nothing will beat a good yell. <gasps> yeah. Sometimes I'll just do it for the hell of it. You know, just like there's a, ah, it feels yeah, good. It does. There's a guy doing that in the gym today. I yeah. was like, I think he might be a little depressed. Yeah, but he's working through it. He's working through it. That's what I do. I go to the gym or some kind of physical activity. I got to move, baby. Mm -hmm. And I just play music. They're just like, fuck you. Don't do what you tell me. <laughs> fuck you. Don't do what you tell me. And I just run a million miles an hour on the treadmill. And I go pump weights. And I go, yeah. Oh, my God. I get, Um, I think one of the main things that I got written down for uh, staying you know, mentally healthy is uh, stay off those toxic websites. Man, they'll fuck you up. Oh, like Twitter, Twitter, Reddit, TikTok. Facebook, TikTok. Also, like, a lot of it you don't know if it's true. Like on TikTok. Oh my god! When that doctor said seven out of ten people have ass marks on the table, she might have been lying. You don't. If they don't cite where their information comes from, you can't trust it is true. No, it's just like you just can't. If they don't cite it, you can't trust it. And then you know, obviously, you have to like anyone could just cite whatever the fuck. You have to follow up. It's just like yeah. I feel like I spend like. A good portion of my day just trying to find out that the information I was just given is true or not. And it's just like I when I was a kid, I used to just like it used to relatively, I would I think would be, you know, more fact than it is now. Now I feel like every time I'm told anything, I'm like, all right, I gotta Google for 10 minutes just to find out, you know, what's going on. If here. it's true. Well, um, I think that a lot of powers that be want us to be depressed. And oh, yes, given you up. buy shit off the internet. You fucking, yeah. you know, like you don't like, cause you're not going out and so you're not going to the mall, but you, they still want you buying shit. Yeah. And so you'll get all these stupid fucking clickbaity, uh, Instagram posts about shit you love cause they know everything you love cause of all the stuff you like all the time, you know? And so they'll send you all, all this you know, thing. And then you're just at home spending all your money depressed, not even going out. And then you probably forget you buy half of the shit that you buy and then you're just stuck with all this crap you don't need. And it made you broke. There you go. Now you're more depressed. Yeah. It's I think, a cycle. I, it is a cycle. I think there's a lot of think tanks um, being funded by wealthy people that are purposely trying to get us depressed, to get us um, <clears throat> sort of like given up um, because they don't like democracy and they want to take that out. And mm -hmm. these are very conservative people. Like Big these, ice cream. These aren't Antifa. Big ice cream. Absolutely. <laughs> they want to vote for Kanye because they don't really believe he's going to be a great president. Oh my they God. think that he's going to destroy democracy. They want it out. They want it gone. They want that hierarchy. They want a preacher Well, that's at the top. what Trump was. He was the Molotov cocktail to our democracy. You know, he was, he just fucking, they lit that shit and threw it right at the goddamn Congress building, you know, the, the Capitol building. I think the person that's going to, that is going to happen next is going to make Trump look like a walk in the park. Of course. To be honest. Oh, yeah. It's just going to be like some, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And goddamn, imagine if it is Kanye. We're done. We're destroyed. Look, imagine like, I can't, I can't believe that's even like something I have to entertain as a possibility. The guy is not mentally well. And then he linked up with that Milos dude. It's yes. like, that shit's scary. That shit's real scary. That depresses me. Absolutely. And these are like, they're all part of these, these think tanks. They mm -hmm. they want you depressed. They want you overwhelmed. I don't know. Just do whatever. 
just to give up so then they can come destroy democracy. Yeah. They want those preachers in power. Mm-hmm. They want a church, a godly Christian quote unquote nation. They don't want democracy. Yeah. And watching fucking CNN for two hours. And then it's just all about like the world's ending. Everything's awful. All these people are dead. There's another school shooting. And here's your Zoloft commercial. Yeah. It's fucking aggravating. Turn off the news. It is Yes. That is on my list. It's like, get fuck the news. The news makes me so sad. Yeah. It's great to stay informed, but I feel like when I read it, I'm less sad. And I, I like when I read the guardian or when I read like the New York Times, like, or if like, God forbid you get an actual newspaper, you know, like and you sit there and you read it with your fucking toast and your coffee. Oh, that's old school. Eddie. Yeah. And you take it as you take, I, when I was in New York, I did that and it felt good. You yeah. know? And so it's just, uh, you, you got to do it. Yeah, it's it's so important. Yeah, to read it. And that's also like focusing your mind in on something as opposed to just bl- sitting there and having it presented to you with pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't do it this last time when I was in New York. Fuck. That's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. Is just get like a Times or a Post or a Daily News and, and or Village Voice, RIP, mm-hmm. you know, and go sit in any park and just read that shit cover to cover with a cup of coffee. That sounds nice. It's really nice. It really it's good for you cuz you're absor- you're observing uh, uh, what's the word? I'm absorbing the knowledge. Yeah. Um but you're not you know, you're not sitting there on the clickbaity. I hate listening to people's opinions. I barely read opinion articles. Um and that's like all that CNN and Fox News ends up being half the time. Fear-mongering. Fear-mongering opinion shit. You know, especially the late night stuff, you know, during the day is like actual news, but no one's watching it during the day. Because we're at work. Yeah. And then when you come home, you get all the angry people yelling at you. My God. It, it's just like, it's it's not news. It's it's an opinion. It's an opinion. It's That's, gonna, you're so true. You're it right. It makes me crazy. And it's just like, why is it on there? And it's just, and it gets you so sad. Like, so I'll get sad watching the people I agree with, and I'll get even sadder watching the people I don't agree with. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, it sucks. Yeah, watch you know, a nature documentary. What? Watch a nature documentary. Oh, my God. Watch something with whales. I always put something with whales on. Everyone can get behind a nature documentary. Yeah. Every person in the world can like sit there and, oh, my God, I love a good whale documentary. Yeah. The Disney Plus has like this whale series that's so good, and they follow four different types of whales, and it's four different hours, and it's great. I love it. And if you can't afford Disney Plus, they have it for free on YouTube. Oh, there's so much nature on YouTube. There's so much stuff Nat you Geo's can do. shit. They yeah. All, yeah, I love all that stuff. Reading Disney it? Plus is actually pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah, it's only like uh, seven or eight ninety nine a month. Okay, yeah. here we go. As a part, as opposed to all the other ones, it's uh, it's actually reasonable. So I was reading up on the on these depression um, whatnots, and it it really just kind of opened up a lot of the world again, like um, hobbies. So when you're really depressed, you're not going to have a hobby. Yeah, you're not going to do it. You're tired. You're working all the time. Right. Yeah. You go to work, you go home, you go drinking or whatever. Yeah. That's why wine and beer is not a hobby. No, by it's the way. not a hobby. That's why like most dates I go on, I'll ask like, what's your hobbies? Like, what do you like to do for fun? And they, they say nothing. And I think it's because everybody's working themselves to death Yeah, and they're depressed. Mm-hmm. And I guess if you have a hobby, that's kind of like a privilege. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the hobby. I feel like you know, my hobbies aren't building model airplanes or anything like that, mm-hmm. you know, but they are. Collect records. Yeah, collect records. I yeah. like going to the movies. I like making playlists, you know. So I do have hobbies. They're just like directly 
you know, related to what my interests, which I guess that's what a hobby is supposed to be. Isn't it? I think so. Yeah, gardening's a good hobby. I love that. I garden. Mm-hmm. And also a tip. Because I do a banana in my smoothie in the morning, save the banana peel, put it in some Tupperware, fill it with water, put it in your fridge overnight, and the next morning the water, it's going to have like a reddish tint to it. That's all the vitamins and minerals from the bananas. Use that water in your garden, and it's going to make your flowers really pretty. Whoa! Yeah. Have you talked to Julie about this? No. She loves this shit. Okay. We got to get it. Yeah, I put it on my okra, and it grew like a foot overnight. Man, I love okra. Yeah. You gonna make more than two this time? I got like one pod. I got nothing. <laughs> what am I gonna like? How is it sustainable? It's I so don't know. Funny. That's like a lot of these people. They're like, I just want to be off the grid and farm. And I'm like, do you know how much food you need? Yeah. To like eat just on a daily basis. And also, if you're gonna go live off the grid, that's a job. That's your whole life. Yeah. yeah you can't you, go on vacation. Yeah. No. Exactly. You have to like make the food and yeah. Forget. Yeah. Forget going anywhere because no. you're not gonna make any money. You gotta the feed grid. the pigs. They're gonna die. You can't go to Hawaii. I will say a thing that pulls me out of depression because I got depressed coming back from Florida mm-hmm. um, because I had worked so hard and so long and saved up for Jackie and Jeff's wedding and like put a lot of details into like where I'd be staying, what I'd be doing. And it was all said and done. I think you had the same thing with your honeymoon experience. The honeymoon, post-honeymoon blues. Yeah, because you worked so hard to get this thing done and now it's done and you're like, ugh. Yeah. But then I started, I was like, fuck it. I want to go to Germany. Yeah. You know, and like, I don't know when, but I know like I looked up the Bavarian Alps. I want to go there. Like just things I want to do just to kind of put in the ether, put it on my mood board. And I think before you know it, you'll have the tickets done, the backpack bought, you know? Yeah. And I always, oh man, yeah, I got to start my uh, honeymoon fund over again, but I got to call it something else. You know, because I had the honeymoon fund that I've been working on for two years. Oh my god! And so right, and I just like occasionally I'd put like a hundred dollar bill in there and all my change, you yeah. know, whatever. And then when it was all said and done, I had thirty four hundred dollars just in cash. <laughs> That's just crazy. Just to spend on the whole honeymoon. It was great. It lasted me till like the last two days. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in twenty twenty two. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Whoa. Yeah, it was just boom, 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 and buying nice meals for Julie and I every night. It was really, it helped so much. So you got to have like a new thing in the future. Let's all go to Germany. We got to get, yeah, two years away though. I, I got to make it because that seems like a, a fair amount of time. Two years. Sure. I need to get my teeth worked on first. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that. And then we'll oh, all go God. to Germany. Germany. I want to go to Germany. I want to do, um, I want to do Egypt really bad. Oh. I want to do uh, Spain. I want to. I want to see the. I want to see the glaciers. 
Oh, before they're gone. Yeah, they're going to be gone in our lifetime. I got to I got to put my eyes on them. Yeah. Some kind of travel, it's always good for you. And I know like travel is expensive, mm-hmm. but you could even travel down the road as long as you go somewhere new. Yes. Know? Yeah, I know. I love going to new places. Um, but I also love returning to places. So I, I go back and forth on it. Um, you know what helps me? Mm. The Muppets. You know, uh, yeah. the, the Muppets really take me out of it. I'd never seen them, and I saw it at your house, and I started crying. Remember that? Yeah, it was so. It's so good. It's so good. I was it's... like, "What is this? <laughs> what is this?" That or Sesame Street. I didn't grow up with it. And yeah. I just saw it, and I was just like, "This is amazing." Yeah, Sesame Street's cool, but it's like very much for three year olds. You know, like the Muppets. You know, that's like I feel like for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, because they get a little dirty. You know, they got and it's all jokes. It's it's literally where I learned timing from. And then Dangerfield, I'll open on Rodney, and I'll just oh. that'll I'll laugh no matter how pissed off I am. I love a good stand-up comic like Rodney Dangerfield. A yeah. lot of stand-up comedy makes my skin itch because I don't find a lot of people funny. Yeah, um, and I think they're pretentious and they call themselves modern-day philosophers. Fuck you, tell me a joke. Yeah, um, but people like Dangerfield or like Stephen Wright, Pryor, you know, yeah, like. To put these on. It's Emo funny. Phillips. Yes. Just like Mitch silly. Hedberg. Yeah, just silly one-liners. Yeah. Give them to me all day. Yeah. I'm, I'm there for it. You know, the, the, yeah, I'm like, it seems like a lot of stand-up these days is just like depressing. Yes. Uh, and, you know, I'm sure, and, I'm sure it's a sign of the times and there's a lot to talk about, you know, but jokes win. Just tell me fucking, just say we're joke. all here out of the house. I'm giving you money. I'm having a drink. I don't want to sit here. Save it for your podcast. Yeah. When you see me on the road, I'm not telling any political jokes. No. I, I ain't talking about nothing sad. I don't want to be divided right now. I just I'm, have a good I'm talking about grocery stores and fucking being broke and <laughs> and, and just life, you know? And yeah. I feel like that's what people need. And that's a, our duty uh, to put in their lives when you come see a live comedy show see this is different you're, you're you're taking me home from work you're going to work on your lunch break yeah you know some shit you know like you, know, you 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 we can get a little sad you know but like when you're out for the night and you fucking spending 30 dollars drink we're, we're gonna make you laugh absolutely um how do you feel about xanax how do you feel about xanax i've never taken it but You've never you, taken it if you need it then you need it you know what i mean see i always have some mm-hmm. but I'll, i never take it. what does it do it makes you not give a shit but also, if you drink on it, it really fucks you up. Yeah, because it's- That's um, the scary part. I used to do like a bunch of drugs, and um, yeah. now I'm very cautious about drugs I haven't done before, because what if I like it? You could definitely OD on Xanax. You could definitely get addicted to Xanax. Yeah, I'm not into that at all. But, you know, it's really gotten me out of a couple jams, i tell you that much. I guess. I always make sure I got like three around in case someone dies. I never, like, I won't ever have, I'll, I'll, I never do it. Mm-hmm. I just make sure I have some as like a security blanket. Okay. I always, I'm against pills, but like I have like one of every pill. I just mean, like, yeah. just in case, you just never know case. what's going to happen. Like, honestly, I threw my back out on the honeymoon and uh, I had a muscle relaxer on me and I was like, great. Perfect. I fucking saved my own life. It was in the little bag of goodies with like band-aids and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I got going on. <laughs> my, uh, my, whatchamacallit's my, uh. Uh, ambience. My God. I'll talk about the time I've been the most depressed. Let's hear it. I want. I can't wait. So I moved from New York City to Los Angeles before the LPN people did. And I yeah. don't, we weren't doing 
I wasn't on brighter side then. I think I like took a, a break or something. You took a year off at some point. Yeah, it was that. And so I come to LA because my, my ex was like, let's move. And by the way, if you're ever in a relationship and your your partner says, let's move across the country where you don't know anybody, uh, don't do that. Yeah. You're, you're just being isolated from everybody. I'm glad I went because then you guys came. Yeah. But before you guys came, so I was making money in New York as a stand-up and as an actor, as a performer. And then I get out here there's none of that shit. I'm working. You have to start all over. All over again. I'm working three jobs at the grocery store. Nothing's wrong there, but like major hit to my yeah. blow to my feelings. I guess I was like, I was just on your MTV. ego. Yeah. No, no, because it's hard. You, it's gotta, really you, put hard. A, you got all you put your time in in New York. I put ten years into New York to yeah. come and start over and being told I'm a chump. I was like, oh my god. So I'm at the grocery store. I'm working at the gym. I have an eating disorder. I'm not eating. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking every night. My ex, he had uh, he works on a TV show, so he would just be clacking away on the computer. We weren't. He wouldn't talk to me because yeah. he's working. He's just busy. And then I would come home tired, have a forty ounce, and just sit on the back porch and just chain smoke outside. Yeah, that's not good. Every every single night. Yeah. That's fucking bad. And then I would go crawl it back into in like a loveless relationship. I didn't know how to get out. Especially when he screamed at my mother. He called my mother a bitch mm-hmm. to her face. He screamed. I had to go back with him. I had no money. Oh my God. That was just like that was the worst time in my life. Yeah. Hands down. Really? That was absolutely it. Oh. Can you imagine if Julie had called your mom a bitch, and the, but you were like financially dependent on her? Because I was doing 50-50 with him. Yeah. He had a way better job than me, and like we had a really nice apartment, but I had to come up with half of the rent. Oh, yeah. And so like, you know, a couple grand a month, and I'm, I'm working my ass off. He's fine with it. Yeah, no, of course. It's fucking garbage. Yeah, no, it's a tough time. I was homeless leaving him, but when I was, I was like, oh, this is a better time. Yeah. And also all of his little guy friends that I fucking couldn't stand because they would go pay for porn and like cheat on their wives and stuff, which I I consider that cheating. If you're paying for it from the same girl every day and their wives were like getting physically ill, Mm -hmm. like stuff was going on with their liver, their hair was falling out. And I was like, I think your friends are like not good dudes. You know, you can't say that about them. And I was like, he's cheating on his wife. So you can't say that. And you would like start screaming. And I was like, this is what you fucking do. I'm out. I was homeless. Better for me than living in that shithole. Yeah. I hated it. And that's that. (laughs) And that was the most depressed I ever was. Just being like financially dependent. Well, how'd you get out of it? How'd I got out of it? Yeah. Um, We had a big, like I told him one night, everything that was going on with me. And he just says, okay. And turns around and keeps working. So like didn't really listen Mm -hmm. and I said okay um I'm gonna go spend the night with my girlfriend tonight I'm just gonna go um he's like okay so I pack up a couple things for the night my little go bag and I go over to my girlfriend's house and then that night I lay up I I wait I open my eyes the next morning and I said you're gonna leave because I'd been trying trying to leave like many times but keep sucked back in yeah getting scared and I was like you're gonna leave it's gonna be okay um but you if you don't do this now, then you never will. And so I said, okay. And then I told my girlfriends, help me pack while he was at work. And we just left. So he came home and he's like, you left? And I was like, yep, yeah, I'm not coming back either. He's like, you can't. And I was like, I did. Sorry. Yeah. I can't, I can't live this life. And um, that's how I left. Yeah. I mean, that's but, it. But when, how long did it take for you to get out of depression was a better ask. Oh, I, 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 uh, question I asked. The, honestly, 
I was so depressed. He went away for a month to tour mm -hmm. and I went to a museum, the Natural History Museum of LA. Yeah. And there's this garden area. And I remember sitting outside and the breeze was just right. And there's a little ice cream man going ding, 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 ding. And there was these roses. And I said, I'm so happy and at peace right now. I wasn't anxious. I wasn't stressed. Mm -hmm. I ate a sandwich. I ate the whole sandwich. You know what I mean? It was just like, wow, like I feel good. And I was like, it's because I'm alone right now. And then I was just like, I need to keep doing this. I need to keep finding a way. And then I think he came back like a couple of weeks later and I was just like back into depression. Yeah. I go and I just take this long walk and I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then, yeah, I just, I, it's weird that it was like this big building thing, but then to get out of it, it was literally just like, my brain was like, no, you're just going to go. Yeah. It was just a quick, nope, just a quick decision. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like a big fight or a big thing. You just knew, you knew it was over. And then COVID happened a year later. Yeah. So like, yeah, I would never have gotten out of it. I couldn't, because I, I slept on you and Julie's couch. Yeah, for a, a week or two, something like that. Yeah, I couldn't do that during like a 2020 situation. Yeah, well, that was actually like the perfect time for you to you know, like not have anywhere to stay because we actually had two places to live for a month. There you go. It was one, it was just we were, because we had an extra month on our lease for some reason and we found a new apartment. Yeah. And so we paid rent on two places and it was like, oh, perfect. Here you go. Yeah, sleep there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I had, um, I, cause I think uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about, mm -hmm. um, is the difference between depression and grief. And cause I've had a lot of grief in my life, you know, and yeah, a like, lot of people pass away, a lot of people pass away, stuff like that. And, uh, and I've also been depressed and, you know, do, I didn't know there was a difference until I was grieving so hard for my mom and I was just like I was lost I couldn't I, my brain was everywhere I couldn't really you know put a thought together yeah and then I was doom scrolling social media on uh on Facebook and then I saw this post from Pat Oswald that really made me understand what I was going through and I wanted to read part of it. Great, because his wife had passed away, right? Yes. Wow. Yeah, and then so, and I'm just going over my mom passing away, but like, not that it's a contest, but wife and mom are two very different things. Yeah. You know, like, One mom, of them your mom you. is supposed to die. Your wife isn't, you're like, you're supposed to outlive your wife or you're supposed to be an old person. You're not supposed to be 50. Yeah. You know, so it's like, oh, there is like, I know there are people that have it worse than me right now. And they do. And it's so, but he, uh, I'm going to read part of this thing that Patton Oswalt wrote that I, it took me a while to find it because he actually deleted it, but it was in some article that I found. Uh, but I wanted to read part of it just because it's, I don't know, it really helped me. So uh, here it goes. Uh, thanks, Grief. Thanks for making depression look like a buzzing little bully it always was. Depression is the tallest kid in fourth grade, dinging rubber bands off the back of your head and feeling safe on the playground, knowing that no teacher is coming to help you. But grief? Grief is a Jason Statham holding a fourth grader bully's head in the toilet and then fucking the teacher you got a crush on in front of the class. <laughs> grief makes depression cower behind you and apologize for being such a dick. If you spend 102 days completely focused on one thing, you can achieve miracles. Make a film, write a novel, get MMA ripped, kick heroin, learn a language, travel around the world, fall in love with someone, get them to love you back. 
Uh, but in 102 days at the mercy of grief and loss feels like 102 years uh, and you have shit to show for it. You have, you will not be physically healthier. You will not feel wiser. You will not have closure. You will not have perspective or resilience or a new sense of self. You will have a solid knowledge of fear, exhaustion, and a new appreciation of the randomness and horror of the universe. And you'll also realize that 102 days is nothing but a warm-up for things to come. And then he starts to go deeper in to what and then, but I realized like in I know that's not like uplifting in any way. No, it doesn't have to be. But it made me understand what I was feeling. Yeah. And I never I didn't understand it at the time. And then when I read that, I was like, oh my God. That's exactly what I'm fucking going through. Man, people yeah. always make fun of poets or creative types until yeah. you go through something like that and you're like, wait, how what is this? Yeah. You know, what is going on? Yeah, it really it yanked me out of it because I was like, oh, I'm not depressed. I'm grieving. Yeah. And I have to grieve. Yeah. Because if I don't grieve, it's disrespectful to the person that I'm grieving for. Exactly. And to myself. And also, if I wasn't grieving for this insane thing that happened, I must be a prick. <laughs> a loveless yeah. prick. You know, so it's, yeah. it's like... It made me feel better that I was grieving and that I was going to get better because depression, I feel like you can have depression your whole fucking life and never figure out how to beat it. But grief will fade over time, you know? And so it, it really kind of like uplifted me a little bit and made me realize that, you know, I'm going to feel this for a while, but I will get better. You will. Yeah. And so, and, in the, and I did. You know, it's like, I still have my bad days, but now I'm fighting it. Like I said, like I'm, I'm getting ahead of it. You know, like my mom died on July 19th, you know, people not know it, but the week before I'll make movie plans with them and just hang out with them. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's preventing and like getting ahead of your bullshit, get ahead of your brain and it's, uh, it's good for you. And yeah. I, I, I think, uh. You know, a lot of us might be depressed, uh, most of us, and it's natural and it's not weird. And, you know, you just got to do what you can to go for it. Therapy rocks. Amber and I are helpful, but we're not therapists. Um, you know, go. I love my therapist. I, I only talk to her once a month, which is not enough. Uh, but I, that little bit helps me so much. And I can't suggest it more. Uh, therapy, I do therapy, but psychology and psychiatry you know depending on what you need might be what's good for you group is good al-anon if you're dealing with people um who have made you feel grief like or you have a loved one who's addicted to drugs or some shit al-anon is a great group meeting for you to go to because sometimes other people's actions can make you depressed right you know and so it's a uh, you know there's a lot you can do for it uh do you know i love nostalgic things but I think just do what makes you happy, you know? And then a lot of times like someone will make plans with you and you'll like, you'll really want to cancel, you know, but sometimes you just got to fight through that shit and go anyway. And if you go and you're not going to snap out of it, leave early. Yeah, it's but fine. sometimes you go and you do snap out of it and you're like, Oh my God, thank God. I fucking yeah. did that. This show does that for me. Oh yeah. Coming to do this show. Like, Sometimes I'll come in the fucking 
dumps. <laughs> and by the end of the show, I'm feeling like a million bucks. That's good. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I've, I've heard some people tell me they they feel that way when they listen to it. And that means a lot to me. Uh, I think that's great. One thing I do, um, you know, we talked about going to church earlier. Concerts are my church. Uh, I love going to concerts uh, when when I'm uh, when I'm feeling upset. Uh, they really they really get me out. Movies I feel like are an easy place to stay depressed because you're sitting in the dark theater by yourself. Uh, you know, but like concerts, like go dance it, scream it out. You know, get it get it out of you. Uh, sometimes the best ones are the cheapest ones at these small venues. I just saw the Flaming Lips. And I, I fucking dare you to be depressed after that shit. <laughs> uh, and so uh, you know, there's so much you can do. Be there for yourself. And uh, you, you got it. You know, d- you know, you got it. Yeah, you got this. Don't get lost on the internet. God, no. Those stupid clickbait articles. Like, oh. you'll never believe what this Mighty Ducks cast member looks like now. <laughs> you know, like, that shit's so negative. You know, yeah. I fucking hate it. Keep your friends close. Yeah. Especially from now to the next presidential election, because we're about to see a psyop oh. we've never seen before. Oh, and deep God. fakes are a thing now, so don't trust your own eyes. It's Yeah, research everything you can and... It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. But I love you guys. Go to meetup.com. They have a lot of groups. Yes. Also, just being around a group, you know, mm-hmm. that helps. Comedy shows. Comedy shows. Brighter Side Live, I'm December on 16th of- at 9 p.m. at the Pack Theater. <laughs> That's right. That'll make you feel good. Yeah. You know, if you're in the Los Angeles area, you can go to packtheater.com slash calendar slash nothing. Uh, <laughs> but you go look for the brighter side live uh, find out yeah. the hang out there's going to be a uh we're doing a classy night out on the 30th of december amber's going to be there for that too and that's gonna be a lot of fun at the pack theater that's at 8 p.m and uh i don't know how do you feel you think i move into these plugs or let's do the plugs i feel like i did a long monologue about my ex oh uh, well you know who gives a shit? It's it's our show. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, Instagram, Amber Smelson, Eddie Tunes, Last Podcast Network, The Brighter Side LPN, Twitter, at Eddie Tunes underscore, at Amber Smelson, at Last Podcast Network, at Brighter Side LPN. Uh, Brighter Side Live on Twitch, uh, second Tuesday of every month, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. The next one's going to be on December 13th. Uh, come check that out. Uh also, uh, yesterday, this comes out on Friday, yesterday my movie just played over at uh, uh, How America Killed My Mother, just played at the Smog Castle Film Festival. Uh, I'm sure it was a blast. I can't wait to go hang out in Jersey with my Jersey-ass movie. Uh, but if you couldn't make it out to that, you could always go to HowAmericaKillMyMother.com to check out that movie. Uh, you could rent it for $2.99 or purchase it for $4.99. Um, someplace Underneath is Amber's other podcast she does with Natalie Jean. That is available on the last podcast network wherever you get podcasts. It's an amazing uh, podcast and uh, you got to listen to it. It's the it's unbelievable. Yeah, I love it. Natalie's so smart mm-hmm. and just calm and, you know, Calmly just dismantling the worst thing you've ever heard in your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It's it's amazing. And um we got Patreons. We got, you know, we're doing yeah. it. I got my you know, I, I got my tunes at patreon.com Eddie Tunes. Fuck yeah. You know, you got the Eddie Tunes two hour radio hour on there, some playlists, you know, you're gonna love it. You can come hang out with me. And uh, Amber, what you got going on in yours these days? Amber Smelson. It's a way to support me as an artist. Also, I'm Looking to do my cooking show once again. Nice. 
Um, so I'm gonna like get a bunch and like put them on Patreon just to get notes. I need to figure out what platform to like put it to. It seemed like Instagram was the one that did the best. I like Instagram, and I know everybody's like, "Oh, that's a dying platform," but I feel like. It's, but you don't like the other ones. It's the least hateful. Like, yeah, it TikTok really is. is hateful. Twitter's hateful. Like Instagram's like, "Hey, here's a picture of my beach vacation." Like yeah. it's nice. Yeah. No. So yeah, do it there. Okay. I feel like you got the best numbers there too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, do it there. It's fun. Put one out. People miss it. Okay. Uh, sticker giveaway going strong. Uh, you can send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. I saw a couple downstairs uh, to the brighter side, care of LPM, PO Box 470, North Hollywood, California, 91603. On Spotify, come find me. I'm Ed Larson on Appster, Eddie Tunes. I got great playlists that are available to everybody on there. Uh, thank you to our editor, April, uh, Madeline, our producer, and Maddie, our social media guru, for all the work you do for our show. And, oh, a quick note, on the last show, I talked about the Julia Johns fundraiser that was going to be on December 10th. Um, it has been moved to February, date TBD. But we will be doing a fundraiser for our friend Julia Johns. She's still going through radiation and all that stuff and uh, needs, a, needs a, a little more to keep her from having to work too hard while she's going through all this. Oh, yeah. She can't be stuff. lifting boxes. Exactly. Exactly. So let's get her some fucking cash. <laughs> um, and taking us out today, some flaming lips because it really took me out of a funk when I went and saw it. It was great. Also, Particle Kid opened and they were badass. Willie Nelson's son, Mitch Nelson. Has this psychedelic band what? that's fucking awesome. I love that. It's so cool. Uh, listen to Particle Kid, but right now uh, we're going to go an oldie but a goodie. Race for the prize by the Flaming Lips. It makes you feel good. Be good to yourselves, everybody. Peace. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio... And producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica, empathy is our best policy.